Welcome to the Isekai Pod. My name is Matt, and I am Isekai Trash. I love it so much, I watch everyone I can, and very, very rarely do I not completely love them. So come along, let me share my overflowing love for the fantastic, the wonderful, the truly impossible Isekai genre. Today, let's talk about Mao-sama Retry, or Demon Lord Retry. It's another anime from last season, uh, made by Akachi Apilka, and uh, licensed by Funimation here in the States. It ran from July 4th, 2019 to September 19th, 2019, with 12 episodes in total. Its source material is a series of light novels, which were originally web novels and picked up by a publisher, became light novels, and, and you know, distributed. To set the stage a little bit, Akira Ono is preparing to shut down the servers of the MMORPG that he created, Infinity Game, when he is suddenly summoned into a new world that appears to be similar to the game world he has created, but with some differences. He, of course, is in the body of his demon lord character, Hakuto Kunai, a cigarette-smoking tall fellow that looks completely human but pretty menacing. He still has his administrator privileges, and so he wonders about trying to figure out how and why he was summoned. The main characters for this one are... Uh, Obviously, Hakuto Kunai slash Akira Ono. And he's our protagonist. He's the creator of the Infinity Game MMORPG. He is quite formidable as the Demon Lord, Hakuto Kunai, especially since he still has his administrator privileges. Aku. Aku is the first person that Kunai meets upon being summoned to this strange world reminiscent of his old MMORPG. She has one red eye and one green eye, which is my absolute favorite type of character design, the heterochromatic eyes. She is fleeing through the woods after being cast out of her village as a sacrifice to the Demon King Grail. Kunai easily defeats the Demon King and decides to keep Aku around so she can give him information about the world. Luna Elegant Luna is the youngest of the Holy Maidens in the Kingdom of Holy Light. She's kind of a tsundere, meaning she acts tough or angry, but really she is covering a softer interior. So what's the story? Those character descriptions give us the broad strokes of how the story begins, though I should mention that when the Demon Lord meets Luna... She is there to dispatch him, and he ends up putting her over his knee and giving her a pretty severe spanking. It, it, it's, it's just a taste of things to come, and there's nothing really lewd about it. It's just sort of, you know, when I'm watching it, I'm like, okay, well, you know, that sort of weird. Because he's not really, like, into it at all. He's just actually, like, she's sort of young, and so he's like, she needs a spanking. She, this girl needs discipline. She's clearly a brat. I, I don't know. It, I'm not defending it. <laughs> uh it's after this that she joins his party to keep an eye on him. He's not actually a bad dude, but when you punish people embarrassingly like that, well, you earn the reputation that then precedes you. Anywho, they travel together. Meanwhile, Luna's older sister, in quotes, and the Holy Maidens, Killer Queen, I know, more fun names to come, sets out to rescue or save or bring back her sister from the Demon Lord, even though she isn't with him against her will or anything, but Queen doesn't know that yet. When she finally encounters the Demon Lord's group, she doesn't have much of a chance to do anything because another, uh, tr some troublemakers show up and start wreaking havoc. They summon some wild creature. Uh, the Demon Lord switches into an alternate char character he used in the game, Zero Kisame, who may or may not be a dragonkin. I don't know, wasn't really clear, but with a super embarrassing personality. He thinks he's the greatest, has a big sense of justice, you get it. Who easily handles the threat. Killer Queen is majorly turned on by Zero and suddenly loses her super tough and mean persona and finds that her heart can be moved. It's more comic relief than anything, though. 
Demon Lord, Aku, and Luna depart by carriage and come across Yukikaze and Mikan. Two B-rake adventurers who are running from a horde of monster dogs or wolves or something like that. They duck past the Demon Lord's carriage, and he finds himself suddenly unable to avoid solving this problem as well, which he does with very little effort. This display makes Yukikaze fall for the Demon Lord, and I should note here that Yukikaze is a trap. That is, a, a boy who is dressed as a girl and says very, very lewd things about his slash her butt. It's actually pretty hilarious and a super obvious no nod to the trap trope. They part ways, and the Demon Lord group continues on their way. Oh, this whole time, Aku has had a bit of a limp, so Demon Lord has carried her a bit and been very conscious of this injury, so he summons one of his aides with the skill points he has accumulated thus far. The aide is known as Yu Kirino, a brilliant mad scientist with a power known as Hand of God, where she can transform her fingers into surgical instruments. Demon Lord asks her to heal Aku, which she does. They go to Luna's territory. Apparently, as a holy maiden, she is given some territory to watch over, and she just lets the church take care of it instead of managing it herself. Very irresponsible. Demon Lord decides to take over this territory and create a resort town with the bunny people that live there. Oh yeah, they're bunny people. Girls mostly, of course. His first most notable creation is an incredibly luxurious spa with so many different types of baths that I seriously need to go to Japan and find out if these are a real thing, because they sound awesome. Apparently, there's a whole bath culture in Japan. Totally wild. Check out the show and you'll see what I mean. Anyway, they find their way back to the capital to spread the word about their spa town, and suddenly these crazy occultists start attacking the city. Of course, Kunai gets involved and ends up using Zero to subdue another super bad demon. This is also where we meet Tron, who is a demon kin in the employ of the super bad demon dude. After Zero defeats the super bad dude, Tron finds Kunai and is able to tell that he and Zero are the same person, which he brushes off because he doesn't want that known. Embarrassing personality and whatnot. Anywho, Tron joins the group. They go back to Rabbi Village. I know, that's the super creative name for the rabbit people village that have taken over. And uh, Kunai summons another aide, Asami Tahara, who is a special forces type who is super capable and a fast learner. So Kunai has him be the manager of the resort. With the resort in good hands, Kunai goes by himself to gather more information and runs into Yukikaze and Mikan again. Who get, And Yukikaze gets real close to him over and over, saying all sorts of really lewd things, to which he just kind of shrugs off because he doesn't really know how to deal with him slash her and lets him slash her show him around and get more information. Finally... In the last episode, Angel White, another of the Holy Maidens and the highest ranking, goes to Rabbi Village to defeat the Demon Lord and rescue Luna, who definitely doesn't need rescuing. She meets Kunai and is dumbfounded by the things he can do so simply while she has to use vast amounts of power and special spells that can't be used often. Like, she actually like had to go into a room, unseal some sort of like super special power, pray to the deity, and, and use a ton of power just to like teleport to Rabbi Village, and at the end of the day, after, you know, the Demon Lord's shown her the baths and, and, you know, that everything's totally cool, and he's like, you know, we're gonna, we should work together, you know, we should be friends, I'm not your enemy, it's, you know, don't be weird. He's like, I'll take you back now, and he just, boop, just like that, teleports her back, and she's like, what the heck? So, I mean, that, and that's basically where the, where the anime leaves us at the end. Um, you know, I hear rumors of a season two, and I'm Definitely going to watch it. So, I mean, in the end, Angel White isn't sure to what to make of the whole situation, and, and that's where we're at. Uh, 
as always, these short light novel adaptations serve as a promotional material for the light novel. So, I mean, I'm definitely not going to go search out the light novel. The story was fun. I did enjoy it, and if they ever make a season two, I will watch it. Um, It wasn't a waste of time. I did look forward to it every week. And I mean, you know, it's one of those that if you're into isekai, if you're into like a, a video game world that's, that's, you know, a dude has administrator privileges, so he's got kind of the power going on there. He knows he's got some weaknesses. Uh, it's it's a fun watch. Um, and also the bath culture. It's wild. I mean, carbon dioxide bath. There's just all kinds of baths. The, the, the Japanese have like perfected the art of bathing for some reason. I, I don't know. It's wild. I gotta I gotta look into that someday. Anyway, that's those are my thoughts on uh, Demon Lord Retry or Mausama Retry. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Isekai Pod. I hope you enjoyed it. Follow the podcast on Twitter at IsekaiPod. Find us online at IsekaiPod.com. And subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll hear from me again real soon. Unless you get trapped in a parallel world. Sayonara. Sayonara.